What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we are talking about the truth about menopause. And this is so important for all women because it's something that we all will go through at some point in our lives. And it's important for our partners and for anyone in our family as well because it is not just something that you cruise through. There are a lot of things you need to understand about what menopause is, what these symptoms are, and the medical conditions that can be associated with menopause, and your treatment options that are available, also lifestyle choices that will make a big difference in your ability to manage menopause. So first of all, menopause, there are three different stages. There's perimenopause, which begins 10 to 15 years prior to menopause, and then there's menopause, which is diagnosed by a woman not having a period for at least 12 months, and then there is postmenopause. And what is really crucial is for so many women that are approaching 35 to 40, you can experience a lot of symptoms due to the onset of perimenopause because our ovaries begin to atrophy and the production of estradiol, testosterone, and progesterone starts to decline. And we have a lot of different hormones within the body. There are more than 50 different hormones within the body. Our hormones are essential. They are chemical messengers. They basically tell our bodies what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how fast to do it, how long to do it. And when it comes to menopause, not only do we have a decline in estradiol, testosterone, and progesterone, but also in parent hormones. This is pregnenolone and DHEA. These are adrenal hormones. And so when we are talking about menopause, it's important to not only look at labs. Uh, labs are a whole different ball of wax, which we'll get into in the next segment. Uh, your hormones will fluctuate throughout the month, uh, depending on where you're at in your cycle. And it can be very difficult to, de to determine where your levels are, especially when we're talking about estradiol and progesterone. But there are symptoms to be evaluated and then lab work to be evaluated. And I believe for any woman 35 plus experiencing symptoms, progesterone can be life-changing for so many women. Uh, but it depends on each indivi individual case as far as what is going to be best for your individual body. So when it comes to menopause, here's the deal. There are a wide range of symptoms and each woman can have symptoms that are mild to severe. And lifestyle does play a big role. However, you could be doing all of the right things with your lifestyle and suffer with a severity of symptoms 
uh, due to the lack of certain hormones. So when we talk about symptoms, here's what you need to be aware of. Number one, you can have weight gain, and this is due to the change in muscle and fat distribution and the inability to build and maintain lean muscle, and also your fat storage can change. So typically in menopausal women, we tend to struggle much more with visceral fat, which is a different type of fat than subcutaneous fat. And that's where we tend to see a lot of weight gain in the belly region. And this fat, according to studies, is a lot more resistant to calorie deficits, right? Which calorie deficits, that's how we create fat loss. It's required for fat loss, uh, but you could lose weight um, all over your body. You don't get to choose where you lose weight from first if you're trying to lose weight and you'll contain, you'll still keep the fat in the midsection. It's very frustrating for a lot of women. Now, also, you can struggle with mood swings, with cognitive function issues, uh, with brain fog and temperature sensitivities. So you might be cold one minute, hot the next minute. You can have a lot of trouble regulating your body temperature. You can have an increase in pain tolerance. This is something that many people don't recognize about estrogen. So estrogen is a lubricant and it also helps us tolerate pain. So when we see a decline in estradiol, we can notice that we just are more sensitive to pain. We don't tolerate it as well. Also, you can have a change in your digestive system. You can be more prone to urinary tract infections and bladder issues, also vaginal dryness. And you can also have changes with your skin. And one of the biggest things with menopause aside from the weight gain and all of the other symptoms that women experience, it's so important to know that the suicide rates in women are highest in menopausal women. And this is not talked about enough. There is a lot that occurs with our mental health when we have a lack of certain hormones. And many women will go to a healthcare provider and say, I'm having a lot of anxiety, I'm having a lot of depression, I'm having mood swings, irritability, and there's just not a lot of correlation between menopause and our mental health. And we can do so much to treat menopause instead of having to go on an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. So many women feel like they are losing their minds. And some of this is because of the effect that it is having on our brains directly, uh, but also because we get frustrated because we're struggling with our weight and we're struggling with feeling like crap and our body hurts and we can't remember things. So we start feeling like we are going crazy and then nobody is listening. So I've, I've talked to so many women who have gone to multiple providers and asked for help, and often they're told, this is just a normal part of life. Your labs are normal. You just have to deal with it. Here's an antidepressant. And we need options. We need to understand our bodies, and we need to understand what options are available so that we can feel good because 
menopause is something that is normal, but we don't have to tolerate it. We don't have to accept it. And a lot of people, when I talk about menopause, will say, yeah, but it's just normal. And I don't want to go on hormone replacement. I don't want to treat it because this is just the way our bodies are made. And my response to that is we are living longer than we ever have. So in 2023, a woman's average lifespan is 85. And, you know, back in 1920, it was right around 50. In 1950, it was around 60. Uh, so we steadily are uh, increasing our lifespans as time goes on. So back in the day, uh, most women, by the time they were experiencing a lot of symptoms, uh, they didn't have a lot of time left on the earth. And then on top of that, life was very different. A lot of women are having babies at much older ages. I had my last baby at 40 and we have careers and we're managing families and there's just a lot going on, a lot more stress. And there's so much that you can do that is safe and effective so that you can feel good uh, in your late stages in life. Because that's really the goal, right? We want to feel good. We want to be able to look our best and we want to be able to have a good time uh, while we're here. So here's the other thing too that's important. Outside of mental health disorders, there are medical conditions that are directly linked to menopause. And menopause, while it is not a medical condition by classification, it can lead to vaginal atrophy and urinary problems, which I mentioned when I was going over the symptoms, but vaginal atrophy is not talked about a lot either. And what can happen because of the lack of estrogen, because it is a lubricant, women can struggle with thinning and um, a weakening of their vaginal walls. And this will create a lot of pain during sexual intercourse and just a lot of dryness. Uh, and it, it will be very uncomfortable. And then obviously this also affects your urinary tract. So a lot of women will suffer with UTIs as well or incontinence and then osteoporosis, osteoarthritis, insulin resistance, diabetes, and other uh, metabolic disorders are very common in menopause, heart disease, certain cancers, hypothyroidism. So what many people don't recognize about hypothyroidism in menopause, when we have a decline of progesterone, it will trigger your thyroid to down-regulate and cause a low-functioning thyroid. And your thyroid is also an important part in production of progesterone. So it can go either way uh, with progesterone. Sometimes the hypothyroidism causes the low progesterone. Sometimes the low progesterone causes the hypothyroidism. Also, autoimmune disease. You're at an increased risk for autoimmune disease during menopause. We often see women diagnosed with autoimmune diseases uh, somewhere between their 40s and 60s dementia, and then sexual dysfunction, also irritable bowel syndrome and fibromyalgia. These are two medical conditions which really are just a label for symptoms uh, with no known cause, uh, but these are diagnosed often in menopause as well. 
So it's important. You want to make sure that you protect your body, you protect your health, and you want to make sure that you can avoid all of these symptoms that come along with menopause. And I really don't like the term menopause. Uh, it is derived from Greek words, and it basically just means um, that you stop menstruating. I think it should be called hormone deficiency because that's what it is. Your body is lacking in certain essential hormones. Basically, your body is no longer able uh, to prepare for a growing fetus and uh, to carry a fetus to term. It basically closes up shop. And uh, this, is, this is why we have this decline in hormones. So we're gonna go to our first break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about lab testing and treatment options available uh, for menopause, what you can do, because there is a lot when it comes to options. And there's some things you need to know about lab work. So we're gonna go to our first break and then come back and talk more about menopause. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll see you after this commercial break. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. We're talking about menopause today. And something I forgot to mention in the first segment is low libido. When you are in menopause, it is very common and normal to suffer with a low libido. And this is very frustrating for a lot of women and it can really interfere with their relationships with their partners. So be mindful that, that while that is normal, again, you do not have to tolerate it. You do not have to accept it. So when we have a lack of testosterone, uh, that is the major player when it comes to libido. 
Uh, it can really cause you to just have zero desire. And then also progesterone plays a role. Estrogen, because it is a lubricant, if you are struggling with vaginal dryness, that's obviously going to affect uh, your desire to want to be intimate with your partner. So just be mindful while all of these symptoms and medical conditions that can be caused by menopause, this is all normal. You do not have to accept it. You do not have to tolerate it. And there is a huge problem uh, in healthcare with a lack of training. And this also is common in the fitness industry. So many people in the fitness industry, they do not understand menopause. They don't understand the endocrine system, which the endocrine system is all about your hormones. And this is really something that is frustrating because women are trying to hire trainers because they just can't seem to lose weight. They're going to their healthcare providers asking for help and they just get shut down. Often we're told that you just need to eat less, move more. You're just not trying hard enough. You're confused about what you're eating. You're not working out enough or intensely enough. And there's so much more to our bodies than just what you're eating and how much you are moving. Yes, those things matter, uh, but your body is a machine. It's complex. There's a lot going on within the body. We have so many metabolic processes that occur, and there's so much about the body that we still don't understand. They are discovering new things about our bodies all of the time. And so with that said, when it comes to lab work in menopause, here's the deal. Menopause is not diagnosed by lab work. It is diagnosed by uh, you not having a period for at least 12 months. That is how menopause is diagnosed. Now, when we do lab testing, the most important thing is always comprehensive labs. And I speak about this a lot because I think that there are certain labs that are crucial for you to have a good understanding of what's going on in your body and everything is connected. So when we look at comprehensive labs, we're able to connect the dots between your cholesterol, between your thyroid function, between your sex hormones, your adrenal hormones, uh, and so many other things within your lab work. So I recommend when it comes to hormone panels that you test cortisol. I like to test cortisol AM and testosterone free and total because your free testosterone tells us how much testosterone is available for your body to use. That's an important number. With testosterone, you want to test sex hormone binding globulin. This is a protein that binds to testosterone and other hormones. So if it is high, it is going to affect how much testosterone you have available for your body to use. Also, estradiol and estrone. Estrone is a different type of estrogen than estradiol, and it can often rise when you have a lack of estradiol. And estrone is mostly made by fat cells, and if it is high, you want to lower your estrone level because this will cause you to struggle with your weight. Also, it increases your risk of heart attack and stroke when estrone levels are high in the body. Also, you want to test progesterone and insulin, fasting insulin, and also prolactin. These are the main ones that I test when I'm testing hormones. 
Now, with that said, it is recommended that you test on the 21st day of your cycle if you are still having cycles. For many women, uh, women struggle with irregular periods and many women also have different underlying medical conditions that affect uh, their ovulation. So it's not always as simple to say test on the 21st day of your cycle. So in that case, you just test and the biggest numbers that will be affected by where you're at in your cycle are your progesterone and your estradiol. They should rise and fall together. There should be a certain ratio with your estradiol and progesterone levels because they rise and fall throughout the month, every month for women. And that's one thing that makes our bodies more complicated than men's bodies is because of how our hormones are fluctuating uh, month to month. Now, with that said, when it comes to blood testing, I recommend blood serum testing for hormones. I'm not against the Dutch test. Many of you have probably heard of Dutch testing. Many women have had Dutch testing. And this is testing using dried urine samples. There's not a lot of data supporting Dutch testing. I'm not against it. I'm not against providers who use Dutch testing. I personally just do not feel that it is 100% dependable when we are looking at lab work and wanting to treat patients effectively. Because number one, the patient is collecting the samples. I think there's a lot of room for error and it's, it's just not, it doesn't have the research yet for me to be confident in using Dutch testing. Now, with blood serum testing, when you check your hormones, I also recommend that you get a CBC, which is a complete blood count with differential, because this will give us your white blood cell breakdown. That's important when we're looking for signs of infection. And your CBC is looking at your red blood cells, your white blood cells, and also a comprehensive metabolic panel, a CMP. And this will look at glucose, and calcium and liver enzymes, a lot of important things about how your body is functioning. And these are typical in conventional care, a CBC, a CMP, also a lipid panel. This is looking at your cholesterol levels. And this is important because what many women in menopause struggle with is high LDL. And when a woman has high LDL, especially when their triglycerides are normal, because triglycerides are related to your metabolic health and also nutrition, LDL is common with inflammation and with low thyroid function. So if it's high, you probably have something going on with your hormones, thyroid function, you've got inflammation in the body. And then also you want to test inflammatory markers to look for signs of inflammation. I think LDL is an inflammatory marker. Reverse T3 in your thyroid panel, this is inactive thyroid hormone. That's also an inflammatory marker. And I also like to check highly sensitive C-reactive protein. C-reactive protein is produced by the liver in response to inflammation. A high C-reactive protein typically will cause you to struggle with your weight. 
and also homocysteine. This is another inflammatory marker. It's also a screen for MTHFR, which is a methylation problem where you can struggle with methylation of B12 and B9. Also, I recommend that you test vitamin D, a full iron panel that includes ferritin. Ferritin is a protein that stores iron. Many women in menopause have low ferritin. They have an iron storage problem, and some women will be diagnosed with hereditary hemochromatosis in menopause, which is a genetic condition that will cause iron storage issues, iron overload. And the reason why a lot of women in menopause get diagnosed with this in menopause versus earlier in life is because if you are having regular periods, and especially if they are heavy, you offload a lot of that stored iron through bleeding. And when a woman stops having periods, all of a sudden, she's not offloading that stored iron. So if she has a problem with iron overload, it will become evident in menopause. Also, I recommend that you always get an ANA screen annually. Uh, this is checking for certain autoimmune diseases uh, like lupus, Sjogren's, scleroderma, rheumatoid arthritis, and other mixed connective tissue diseases. This is just a screen. It's not 100% um, definitive. If it comes back positive, it depends on the titer. But when you are struggling with menopause, it can trigger autoimmune disease. So that, that should be included in your screening every year. And then if you are having symptoms of systemic infections, then you would want to test for systemic infection as well, like Epstein-Barr virus, Lyme disease, other infections. Now, with that said, those labs, while they're comprehensive, it seems like a lot. Uh, those are essential for us understanding what's going on in your body so we can understand what to treat. Because based on what your lab work indicates, that will determine what the best treatment protocol is for your individual body. And when it comes to hormones, some women in menopause, when it comes to testosterone, they actually can have high testosterone. Uh, this is less common, but it does happen. And as I said earlier, estrone can be high. Uh, typically, progesterone will always be low. Uh, it, it declines around 35 to 40. Your other hormones, it's going to vary widely from woman to woman. So with that said, what do you do if you say, Jamie, I'm struggling and I feel like crap. I don't know what to do. There are a lot of options available and it depends on your personal preference, what you want to do as far as treatment and then lifestyle matters uh, tremendously. There are some changes that a lot of women have to make in menopause so that they can feel good. You may have to adjust your training. You may have to adjust your exercise routine and also manage your um, stress and your sleep better. So if these are things that you haven't been uh, focused on in the past, they're going to become much more important as you enter into menopause. And I think I said training and exercise. So nutrition, exercise, 
stress and sleep management. These are going to be foundational things. And then your treatment, you can build around those foundational things. So in the next segment, we're going to dive into treatment options available and lifestyle. We're going to go to our next commercial break. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Inspired Choices Network, and today we are talking about menopause. So we already talked about symptoms, what menopause is, medical conditions that are associated with menopause, lab work, and now let's talk about treatment options. So we have holistic care available for menopause. There are certain things that you can do uh, holistically if you do not want to do hormone replacement therapy. And these are things like omega-3s, which help tremendously with inflammation. Now, if you have a blood clotting disorder, if you're on blood thinners, I do not recommend omega-3s because they can thin the blood. Uh, this would not be healthy. It would be contraindicated if you have a blood thinning disorder now or blood clotting disorder. Also, vitamin D, making sure that your vitamin and mineral levels are optimal. So a quality multivitamin. And I recommend one with methylated B vitamins because if you do have an MTHFR gene variant, you always want to be on methylated B12 and B9. So just make that a standard protocol, uh, whether you know if you have an MTHFR gene variant or not. You will see uh, with uh, B12 and B9, it'll say methyl or some form of methyl next to uh, those two uh, vitamins on the label. So just double check your multivitamin. And I also recommend that you get 150 micrograms of iodine. Uh, that is the recommended daily allowance. And also make sure that you get 
a probiotic, which is great to support your gut health. So those are really the, the big things for vitamin and mineral support and also a quality probiotic, uh, omega-3s. Now, my favorite multivitamin is Pure Encapsulations, the one multivitamin. Uh, it just has a good profile and the B vitamins are methylated and it's a good quality multivitamin. Also, I recommend that you do strength training. Strength train, and that means pick stuff up and put it down. Just throughout the day, pick stuff up, put it down, or build in workouts where you are lifting heavy. You want moderate to heavy weight loads, and this will help to build and maintain lean muscle. This is going to help with your basal metabolic rate which is the minimum amount of calories your body needs each day to function. It's also going to help with your resting metabolic rate, which is the amount of calories you burn each day at rest. So the more that you can build and maintain lean muscle, the better you're going to be able to manage your body composition because it's going to be easier for you to create a calorie maintenance or a calorie deficit. With that said, if you are lacking testosterone, you will struggle with the results you get from strength training. So it's crucial that you know your testosterone level, especially if you say, hey, I have been training and it's just not working for me. It could be that you have a lack of testosterone. And there's a couple of different ways that you can increase testosterone. Uh, there are some different herbs that are available like fenugreek. I don't really recommend adaptogenic herbs a lot. Uh, it depends on the individual woman, but also making sure you have adequate levels of vitamin D and making sure that your DHEA is optimal because this is a precursor to testosterone. So many women with vitamin D and DHEA can increase their testosterone naturally. Uh, also with strength training, this will improve your testosterone as well. And if you do cardio, do steady state cardio. Um, low intensity, keeping your heart rate low. If you want to do high intensity workouts, keep them short in duration, 10 to 20 minutes max and build in intervals. So you go hard and then you rest, you fully recover, go hard again, rest, recover. And those blocks where your heart rate gets high should be short in duration. And this is what strength training is as well. You lift, you get your heart rate up, and then you rest and then repeat. In menopause, if you keep your heart rate too high for too long, it can cause a lot of inflammation and can cause you to feel a lot of fatigue and you'll have some water weight gain from the inflammation. So menopause, also autoimmune disease, any hormonal condition, any inflammatory problem, you have to be very mindful when it comes to your exercise protocols because it can make your symptoms worse instead of better. 
And I feel like most people in the fitness industry and in healthcare don't recognize this because the focus is always on eat less, move more, and there's no parameters around the actual training program. If you ever study bodybuilding, if you've ever worked with a bodybuilder, that is one of the best ways to train because it's focused on strength training and some steady state cardio, which helps to preserve the muscle that you have and the muscle that you are building. Now, also, when it comes to holistic protocols, when we look at labs as a whole, there's a lot that we can dial in with lab work. If you have insulin resistance, which is also uh, very common with menopause, we treat the insulin resistance. Uh, we treat other things going on in the lab work so that you can feel good and minimize symptoms. So there's some things that you can do holistically. You can also use progesterone cream. It's bioidentical, uh, derived from wild yam. And the studies vary widely on the use of progesterone derived from wild yam in holistic care. Uh, many women do great on progesterone cream. Uh, many women do not absorb it well. So it depends. It's trial and error when using a progesterone cream. Now, outside of holistic care, uh, when it comes to treatment, hormone replacement therapy, there are many different treatment modalities within hormone replacement. And hormone replacement has become a big money-making business. And there are companies recruiting providers to sell their hormones to women and men. And there is a problem with lack of training. So in conventional care, unless a provider goes outside of their traditional training to seek out training about hormone replacement, they really do not have a whole lot of knowledge about menopause and hormone replacement. And a lot of providers who are being recruited, they get minimal training and they're trained by the companies who want them to sell their hormones. And this can be problematic. I have seen women uh, overdose on testosterone and they have no idea that they're being overdosed because they don't know anything about hormone replacement. They are just trusting their providers. So I encourage you to do your own research and make sure you understand what healthy levels are when it comes to testosterone. Because you do not want testosterone levels like a male because it can cause virilization, uh, hirsutism, which is not virilization, but a part of virilization. This is excessive facial and body hair. And virilization, basically, you start developing male characteristics and features over time. So you can have female pattern baldness, hair thinning, your voice can deepen, your facial structure can change, and excessive body and facial hair, your breasts can shrink, and your clitoris can enlarge, you can become more irritable, and also your sex drive can go through the roof, which sounds great, um, but you can still have a healthy sex drive with optimal levels of testosterone for a female on replacement. I have seen levels 
where women's testosterone is in the two, three, four, or five hundreds on replacement. This is not good. You want to be 80 to 100 max on replacement. Uh, this is a little higher than normal levels in lab work, um, and this is how testosterone replacement works. There's a little bit of room there where you can go above the normal ranges in lab work, but if you're above 100, uh, that can cause some hirsutism or virilization. And this is something that will happen over time, so it's not as noticeable. Uh, you don't recognize it because it's slowly occurring over time, except for the hair loss and the facial hair, body hair. That can be more uh, evident up front, and also if your sex drive is just massive. The problem with that is you can be constantly aroused and nothing alleviates that arousal. So if you get relief, it's just right back. And it's, it can be quite uncomfortable for women. So be mindful, testosterone is amazing for women. I'm on testosterone replacement, but you just need to understand the right dosing and what your level should be. And also with testosterone, there are many different forms of delivery with testosterone, progesterone, and estradiol when it comes to HRT. So testosterone injections or cream is what I prefer. I think these are the two best delivery systems. I think injections are by far the best, uh, but some women don't want to do injections and creams are an option as well if you absorb the cream well. One of the biggest problems with HRT now is pellets. And I get a lot of questions about pellet use uh, from so many women, and it is really a concern when we're talking about testosterone, because what happens is you get a big burst of testosterone to your system, and then it wanes over time. So you're kind of on this roller coaster ride where, where you feel great, and you've got all this energy, this motivation, sex drive. And then it slowly wanes, so you get more pellets, you feel great again, and then it wanes again. So it can put you on this roller coaster ride, and it can also cause weight gain. So I personally do not recommend pellets, and pellets are not approved by any medical society that supports hormone replacement for women. And that's important to understand because there's so much information available when we're looking at the data, the research, and different medical societies and what they support, what they don't support. So just be mindful. And some women say, I feel great on pellets. If you do and you want to continue pellets, uh, that is your choice to do that. Uh, just understand how they work, what's happening in the body when you're using pellets. And pellets, once they're in, they're in. So if you say, I feel like crap, I don't feel good at all using these pellets, you just have to wait uh, until the hormones wane over time. Now, also with estradiol, the best delivery of estradiol is transdermal patches, in my opinion. And there are also creams available that you can insert, especially if you're struggling with vaginal atrophy, vaginal dryness. Uh, they make creams available, and that's really for women who aren't struggling with other symptoms of menopause, or you can do a combo. But estradiol patches are, in my opinion, the best delivery, transdermal estradiol, 
and progesterone, bioidentical oral progesterone, uh, or progesterone cream. Progestin is not bioidentical progesterone. I do not recommend progestin. There's a lot of side effects. It's more structurally like testosterone, and it can cause a lot of side effects. So if you're going to do progesterone, make sure it's bioidentical. And we are going to go to our next commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap this up, talk a little bit more about treatment options and lifestyle. I will see you after this commercial break. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. We're talking about menopause today. And we finished up the last segment talking about progesterone, estradiol, and testosterone. Here's the deal. Progesterone is so important for our mood stability and for sleep. And it is a natural diuretic. And it helps with thyroid function regulation, blood sugar regulation. And many women and many healthcare providers think that progesterone is just to protect the uterus and to prepare the uterus for a baby. And it is so much more important than that. It has so many roles in the body. And I think it is so important for women to have healthy levels of progesterone. And when it comes to uh, our mental health, it is crucial. So be mindful of that. If you have low progesterone, I think it is by far, uh, I don't think any one hormone is more important than the other, but progesterone, I think it's absolutely necessary for uh, women in menopause. Now, with that said, some women are sensitive to progesterone. It is rare, but some women cannot tolerate progesterone. Uh, and that's why also it's so important Whenever you apply any type of treatment, whether it is holistic or conventional care or a combination of both, you need monitoring because you need to be able to understand uh, if you're not responding well to something, if you're having a reaction, uh, what to do and what the alternatives are if you need an alternative. And when I talk about testosterone, that is really the number one uh, hormone replacement that I think is overprescribed and women have unhealthy levels. With estradiol and progesterone, uh, it's a lot easier to manage uh, with hormone replacement. And women can be on 50 uh, milligrams of progesterone. Some are on up to 300 milligrams of progesterone. If you can get better sleep 
and you can have a better mood, it is going to just make everything so much easier for you. Now, with that said, the other important thing to know about hormone replacement, oftentimes in conventional care, uh, people will get prescribed hormonal birth control as hormone replacement. It is not the same at all. And I think this can be very detrimental for a lot of women because hormonal birth control is designed to suppress ovulation by giving you estrogen and progestin. It's not the same. It does not work the same in the body as hormone replacement. So just be mindful if you're offered hormonal birth control as hormone replacement, you do not want hormonal birth control. You want hormone replacement or you can do holistic care. You can also do a combination of holistic care combined with hormone replacement. And I think everyone should include holistic care uh, in their day-to-day -day routines because it's important. It's important for your overall health. And that includes your lifestyle as well. You wanna make sure that you get eight hours of sleep a night, uninterrupted sleep, and also, for women in menopause, because waking up at 3 a.m. is a very common occurrence and often you've got to pee at that time, uh, focus on making sure that you're not drinking fluids just before bed, because that can be something that triggers you to wake up in the middle of the night. And if you just withhold fluids uh, for a couple hours prior to bed, that can be helpful. And then combined with progesterone, and I also recommend, I didn't say this when talking about holistic care, magnesium glycinate at bedtime. Some people call it glycinate or glycinate. Uh, that can be very beneficial, 200 milligrams up to 500 milligrams in combination with progesterone can help you sleep like a baby. It's amazing. So when it comes to menopause, just know you have treatment options. And my goal is to empower you with knowledge. So the more that you can understand what your lab work looks like, what your lab work is indicating, and what your levels should be, and the different options available for you, you're able to advocate for yourself. You're able to make sure that you are getting proper care. I think it's so important that we know everything we can about our own bodies because it will impact how you're able to apply self-care and how you're able to advocate for yourself when navigating our healthcare system. If you have questions or if you need lab work, if you need treatment, you can contact me at my website, jgwellnessclinic.com. Uh, you can book a consult if you'd like for me to review any current lab work. Uh, or if you need labs, I can order them for you, and we can discuss treatment plans uh, for your individual care. You can also message me through my website as well. You can follow me on TikTok, JG Wellness Clinic, on Instagram, Dr. Jamie Gillum, JG Wellness Clinic, and on Facebook, Jamie Gillum. Uh, most of my information uh, surrounding menopause and women's health issues, also men's health issues, uh, is on TikTok. So I get a lot of information on TikTok about health and managing your health and navigating our healthcare system. Next week, I'm so excited because my husband, Brandon Gillum, is going to join me 
and we are going to be talking about exercise, nutrition, and all of the misconceptions about management of your weight and your health in the fitness industry and in healthcare. He is now our personal trainer at JG Wellness Clinic. He is taking over our training and nutrition department. So he'll be working side by side with me uh, in helping people manage their health and wellness. So stay tuned for that next week. I'm super excited. And if you have uh, any concerns, any questions, please let us know. And if you are on hormone replacement and you're not sure if it's the right dosing, you're not sure if you're on the right hormone replacement, uh, reach out. Also, if you are a cancer survivor, if you have had estrogen positive, progesterone positive, or HER2 positive cancer, uh, and you need help, uh, while HRT is not an option for you, there are new studies that indicate that hormone replacement can be effective. And I have uh, some great colleagues who are oncologists who are now offering hormone replacement for cancer survivors. And also there's a lot that you can do with holistic care. So if you need help, reach out. Uh, everybody deserves healthcare. Everybody deserves access uh, to quality healthcare. And this is something that I'm very passionate about. So if you're struggling, let us know. And next week, join us because you are going to learn so much about exercise and nutrition and all of the things that maybe you're doing and aren't working, you're going to understand why and what you can do uh, to fix the problem so that you can get the results you're trying to get uh, with your fitness, with your health, and also with your mental health. It all matters. It's all intertwined. And as I say on every show, I think now your body is an integrated unit. You have 12 body systems. They all work independently and together for your body to function. This is why it's so important to incorporate total body care when it comes to you being able to feel your best and look your best. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.